This podcast contains explicit content. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hardly focused. I've been playing for the first time ever, Yoshi's Island. Despite baby Mario just being goddamn annoying and not cute in the least. That is a fantastic game. You are listening to Hardly Focused. It still really does trigger PTSD. Yeah, and you and I don't have kids either, so like we don't have to listen to the real... I was going to say, I, I hear the real thing, and I'm able to tune that out now. So you know what you do, Mike? It's simple. When you got your kid who's, who's crying and screaming, just throw eggs at it. <laughs> Eggs that you've processed from random shy guys. Yeah. What What do you think I've been doing? <laughs> Hear more at hardlyfocus.com. Hey, we're Hardly Focus. Uh, Jack Gill, Nate Fillers, Adam Clegg. Uh, you can get us at hardlyfocus.com and uh, wherever you listen to the podcasts. Uh, Adam, you are in a band called... Oh, you're in two bands. You're in uh, Chase the Past. That's correct. And then you're in Agador. That is also correct. And Agador dropped an album recently. Yeah. That was in uh, development for a long, long time, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. I don't... Did that... Did we drop that before or after the last time I was on? Uh, it's in between episodes. I it think was in it between? Was, I think it was... you. If I remember correctly, you had a release date. Okay. Um, But it was not yet out. Yes, uh, and now, now that it's been out, how's the reception been on that? Um, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, our our Spotify Wrapped for artists was was pretty good. We were in like I want to say sixty different countries or something like that, and nice. Uh, you know, multiple thousands of listens on Spotify. Nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, for for a local band, I think you know it's been received fairly well. That's great. Oh, yeah. Congrats, man. Thanks. Now, uh, Chase, the past, the last time you were here, you had an emo night show coming up in Worcester. Yeah. And that is, uh, well, it's been a while. <laughs> it is, it is uh, come and gone, but I was there. And yes, you were. it was really, really good. Thank you. Yeah. You guys, uh, I mean, all the bands that, that played that night were uh, quite, quite adequate, but you guys especially were great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we had a ton of fun. Yeah, that was that was for me, if I may make it all about me, that was my warm up for Riot Fest because I was going to Riot Fest um, uh, the, like the following weekend. Mm. So that was sort of like my, my warm up for that. OK, uh, that's how I treated it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I also have I don't think I've ever been to Ralph's for a show before. No. OK. It gets insane. It does. Never use the bathroom. No, no. don't. Never, ever use that bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I took a leak on vomit. Oh yep. yeah, I mean, especially <laughs> so. Our, our show—I don't mean to toot our own horn, but uh, you know, our shows are, are some of the biggest there. Um, uh, there's there's a couple other bands or, or events that happen that are that are a little bigger, but um, that one, especially when we can do it outside. I mean, we're not we we don't actually play there indoors anymore. It's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it it becomes a mess pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, next time, uh, next time I'm there, I'm going to just bring an empty water bottle with me. I think yeah. we have to do that. Yep. Um, so the <laughs> not other to thing is, the venue, it's just, I, I learned something that night. Yeah. And I'm not sure if the upstairs was open to the public or not. 
But if it were, I mean, you could have tried to go upstairs and use those. I mean, not that those bathrooms are like much better, but at least there wouldn't have been like a ton of puke. Well, I, <laughs> I knew it. Now I just dealt with it, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm like, whatever. Like, it's not gonna. Uh, sure, it's it's seared into my mind, <laughs> but like it didn't bother me because I'm like, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> I. I leave and I walk out and there's a dude waiting behind me. He goes into the stall and as I'm walking out of the bathroom, I just hear, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, your set, though, was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and what surprised me is that uh, the armor for sleep cover that you did. Yeah. And you did it like right it was within the week of them dropping like their first new album in in well over a decade yeah uh which was was quite unexpected for them but uh that was great and then it turns out you had no familiarity with that band outside of that one song that you cover correct yeah you got to check out at least uh their album what to do when you are dead it's off the uh the one we play is off that album right it is yeah yeah it's um, it's like a concept album, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, it's a concept um, album about suicide. Yeah, yeah, dude kills himself, and and then it's kind of like a like a not a memoir, but like a note to his what his girlfriend or or his family or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, a lot of the songs are just about like him. I don't know if it's like regret, but like him trying to like get trying to contact them and realizing like ah, I'm dead. I can't. I fucked up. <laughs> but I, I guess there's no there's no better I mean there's there's some really good songwriters out there but there's just like Ben Jorgensen coming up with uh in a car underwater with time to kill. That's fucking brilliant, dude. That is a great line. That whole album is great, but that line especially like it's just everything is just so well written. Um but they kind of also got like that yeah, they're an emo band, but they sort of got the reputation of like, hey, do, do all of our songs now need to be about death and suicide? And um, but their new album, though, is great. It's absolutely great. It was uh, I think it was one of those like unexpected products of quarantine and, yeah. you know, something they weren't planning on doing, but they ended up just getting together and putting an album together and releasing it. Mm hmm. Uh, you also did a brand new set. Yeah. Right. Uh, did we play two? I I don't even remember anymore. Oh, like yeah. We, we did a medley. Yeah. We did a medley. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, love that. Uh, we've had that in our back pocket for a while. We've performed it a few times. Um, but uh, it's always really interesting. I, I, I vaguely recall uh, ranting about it for a minute after we played it. Um, it's just really interesting playing brand new. We we try not to talk about it too much just because of the kind of bad press that brand new has received. But uh, it, 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 so we played a show uh, in in uh, Salem. Okay. Maybe a month or two before that. And people went nuts when we played that medley. Um, the whole place like front to back went nuts and a bunch of people came up to me afterwards and were like, that's so awesome that you guys play brand new, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I feel like when we, when we played it, uh, at, at the emo night, um, like response was like kind of lukewarm. The, I, I saw people going nuts when they heard it. Yeah. Um, I, now I, I, I kind of knew it was already coming. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah we talked you, about it right yeah, yeah yeah like you told me so i knew it was i knew it was coming um the the people that i was there with got very excited 
it was it definitely seemed like a sort of a 50 50 response i don't think it was so much people saying oh brand new right. no gross iggy i think it was more just people not realizing like maybe not recognizing the song yeah i, I think it, it very well could be that that's their that's kind of like their their uh freshman album right it is yeah. um so um it's it's definitely a throwback and i feel like they're most well known for uh deja yes um if you so, I, th- I think if you launched into no, i'm not saying you should but just i'm saying like by comparison if you launched into like sick transit gloria I think everyone there would would go bananas. So we don't do that song, but we do do uh, Tommy Gun. Nice, and it's funny uh, because that has such a like subdued beginning. Half the guys in the band don't do anything, and they they hate playing the song because of that. It's like, yeah, I gotta wait two minutes before I can do anything. I'm just standing around scratching my balls while you you and the guitarist go off. So. Yeah, they uh they find it boring, but uh I think so our our next show which isn't officially announced yet, but I guess I'll kind of announce it here. Uh it, it's uh February 11th at Electric Haze. We were supposed to play a show on December 3rd uh at Electric Haze and we just weren't prepared. We couldn't do it, so we had to cancel. So we moved it to the, uh February 11th. Uh point being is we're going to play uh Tommy Gun. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Tell everyone just deal with it. <laughs> Tell yeah. everyone in the band to deal with it. The crowd's gonna love it. Yeah, no, no, they know that it's a it's a favorite for sure. Um, we played it out for a while and and took a, a break and haven't played it in a while. So now Electric Haze is in downtown Worcester. Correct. Have uh, you performed there before? We have. Okay. This will be our third thirty mo night there. Okay. Don't use the parking lot across from it unless you pay. It's true. You, uh, it's you, crazy bad. Yeah, like, you you sound like you're speaking from experience. Well, I frequent uh, the Vernon, which is right next to it, and right. like I the the tow truck. I feel like they have like some communication with the meters or something. <laughs> when mine expired, they were in the parking lot with a tow truck getting ready to tow my car, and I ran into my car, closed the door put the key in and drove away. Like, Haha, you can't get me. But, <laughs> you ever can't but get yeah. me. Nice. It's like, I think like the electric haze even says like, don't even bother using the, the lot across the street. Cause they yeah. are ridiculous. Well, yep. good on them because trying to find parking anywhere in that part of Worcester is a nightmare. Yeah. yeah especially with socks going on. Right. Yeah. yeah that's definitely so. uh kind of hurt. Um, and the and the parking lot's not finished yet, right? That's right. that's the part that drives me nuts. Like, why why open the park if the parking lot's not open yet? Who thought yeah. that that was going to be a good idea? <laughs> Money. It's really it's really wild. Bad. Yeah, it's so wild. all of the meters like have they used to be like you know at seven or eight o'clock. It who who cares? Right, you're fine. Yeah, but now it's like you can only park there for two hours. And then they'll tell you. Yep. It's like, dude, what the hell? I lucked out. I went to the Worcester Public Market uh, a couple of weekends ago on a Sunday. Yeah. So, A, free parking. Uh, but yeah. B, I parked right in front of Wings. There's a spot right in front of Wings. Yeah. And I got it. Nice. That th- th- These things don't happen in Worcester. If you're unfamiliar with the all. areas, especially in that Kelly Square area, um, uh, good luck. Was it? Did you park on the like Water Street side or the? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like the, it's the one way going away from 
Kelly score going away yep. from the peanut. Yep. yep. How do you guys feel about the peanut? Oh God, I like it so much better than what it's was better. there before. It's definitely better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to compare anything to seven roads. Right. You yeah. know, uh, coagulating at one intersection with two stop signs. Yep. Anything is better. Yep. Yeah. De- death is almost better <laughs> by comparison. Yeah. Don't, yeah. yeah if, you, if you ever look up for the, for the uninitiated, if you ever look up um, like worst intersections, not just in America, but in the world, Kelly Square and Worcester shows up on there. Now it's outdated, but it was up there and it was really high up on the list. It was like number two. Yeah. Maybe number yeah. one. Yeah. It's, it was pretty bad. But now, thanks to Polar Park, they turned it into two Arundaboots, as they're called. Arundaboot. Mm-hmm. The peanut, as we call it, because it's two of them. Um, yeah. But yeah. it's so much easier to navigate, so much easier to get around. Yeah. Even on foot, it's easier. Yep. Yep. Have you been to the public market yet down there? I went once, like right when it opened, and I feel like not everything was open yet. Maybe that. Okay. Maybe I'm just imagining that, but I, I feel like the things, all the things that are there now weren't quite open yet it's it's really nice yeah everything's open there now and it's just um i've only been to there's a donut place there yeah where they're kind of like rocco's donuts where uh everything it's just like you just get like an oversized uh goo filled donut (laughs) goo filled (laughs) oh but it is so good it's not jelly it's goo (laughs) (laughs) nate have you been there yet i have not but goo filled reminds me of van wilder anybody (laughs) Anybody? But, no? uh, I'm going to guess no. in a different context, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a semen-filled donut. Yeah, that's what Yum. the prank was. <laughs> I think that's what that movie was. I never that's saw like the only thing I saw. For, uh, that's the only thing I remember. Is like they pranked a bunch of dudes, and like one guy bit into it. He's like, "Oh, it's still warm." Oh, oh. <laughs> I never saw that. Uh, I never saw Van uh, either. I think there's two Van Wilders. I never saw any of them. So. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, so goo filled donuts. Cool. Goo filled donuts. There you try to fit that in somehow to the next emo night. Yeah. See, I'll see how, what I can do. See how uh, the crowd reacts to that. Yeah. I I feel like they won't like it, but we'll give it a shot. There's no. I mean, you don't have to give context behind. You say goo filled donut. I mean, some people are going to actually expect that there's going to be like jelly donuts there. What if I just slide it into the beginning of a song like goo filled donuts? Let's go, and then they just start. I this like one's that. Dedicated. <laughs> I this really song's like. dedicated to goo donuts. Yeah. Change lyrics in, in songs like when you're doing Tommy Gun, like we do that a lot, actually. I'm a goo donut. <laughs> Don't you with that dare song. forget. <laughs> Specifically with that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, do people um, notice when you do that? No, we only do it at practice. I'm trying to remember. My drummer loves this one. Uh oh, what is it? I'm trying to think of the lyrics. Um It'll come to me in a minute. Okay. Um, but you only do it at practice. You don't do it during the live shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. got to do it during the live shows. I want Cause I just, I want to know if people like, I got to play something that people are going to get really into. Cause I'm assuming you have people that mosh during the shows. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you saw the last one, right? And, um, so my, my gripe about that show and it being at Ralph's is that it was pitch black. It was dark. So yeah. it was hard to see really anything. There was yeah. just the, the, the amount of lighting around there was this scarce. So there, there, there's uh, a bit of a reason for that. Scarce. So, uh, however you want to pronounce it. Scarce. Yeah. Scarce. Scarce. <laughs> it was scarce. No. Um, so there, there is a bit of a reason for that. So, um, 
my understanding is the uh, the sound slash lighting guy wanted to do a lot more. Um, but the second band who did uh, All Time Low, yeah, they uh, had this elaborate setup with like uh, like almost like a professional like uh, what do you call those things? I don't know what the hell they're called. Um, it, it, they had like in-ear mics and like all this stuff. So he had to set up, he, he had to spend like an extra hour and a half setting up, th- like getting all of their stuff ready. Oh, okay. And, and to be honest, like I love those guys to death. They've, they've done some really good work with us. Um, but they, they definitely slowed things down quite a bit. Um, so even before they played their set, I don't remember if you, if you recall, but they're like, um, before the second band started, there was a really lengthy, uh, change over time there was yeah, yeah. and it, and it's because uh I, I think two things one they had some issues with that with that setup i was talking about and um i think the bassist didn't bring a cab so oh jesus classic bass yeah so <laughs> so they were like running around like last minute like who has a cab who has a cab so yeah there were there were some issues some technical difficulties that made it so that there was less lighting Oh jeez! I yeah, the first show I ever played with my band, I felt like a dick because I forgot to bring a tuning key for my drums. Oh, that's whatever. Yeah, but I'm like, I felt like I was inconveniencing the drummer from Power Glove. Like, <laughs> Power Glove. Can I can I borrow your tuning key? <laughs> and he was like, Whatever you need, man. Like, I like gave me a hug, and I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm such a disappointment. <laughs> uh, see, I've been there. Uh, see what happened is the the band that played before you, someone came out like, guys, guys. This bowl has brown M&Ms in it. We can't perform. We need to go through the rider. Every line, one by one. There's, there's going to be a disaster here. You didn't follow it to a T. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, there were some technical difficulties related to the second band, and I've lashed them already. They've, okay. they've had several lashings. Um, like, like Adam literally like showed up at their individual homes and beat the crap out of them. Whipped them, yes. Whipped them. <laughs> they picked their own switch and then I beat them with it. This <laughs> good. <laughs> uh well, I it was a great show. It really was a great show. Um I said it was it was for me, it was a warm-up for uh for Riot Fest. Um just to kind of get myself in that mentality of being uh in a in a a sea of people. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, had a really good turnout. All, yeah. all, all the bands had a really good turnout. Yeah, I, I want to say we had uh, about 400 um, somewhere nice. around there. Yeah, uh, for attendance. And it's hard to gauge that um, because at some point they stop charging. Um, and of course, people come and go. So it could have been more than that, you know. Um, how does it feel knowing that like while you're performing on the adjacent like the rooftops of adjacent buildings you have people like standing up there checking you out dude how cool was that i was, that was blown really, away i, really I like cool. i kind of geeked for a minute about it and like i didn't want i was like oh show must go on but i i remember seeing them up there and i was like oh my god and what's really cool is uh becky's becky's friend uh your becky not mine my becky my becky's friend um her, those were her friends. Oh, okay, up nice. There. So she received Snapchats from that point of view of our show. Nice. I was like, oh, cool. I would have, I would have killed an infant child for <laughs> for those Snapchats, you know, to to post those. It's just so cool. Now I'm assuming this is the first time that's ever happened. No, yeah, I've never. I've well, this is the first time we've also uh, 
it's also the first time we've ever played outside at Ralph's. Okay. All right. Um, so maybe it'll happen again. Maybe not. But I think that that's the rooftop of WPI or oh, one man. of the WPI buildings. Yeah. Not like the WPI, but do they have apartments over there? I, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I could be wrong about that, but um, that was my understanding is that's, that's a WPI owned building. If I don't I, know what they do in it. If I may paraphrase it's in the area. So yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I think so. Well, how many colleges are in that area? Well, I mean, it's right next to it. So right. It probably was WPI. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I got to say, like, what a perfect night too. the um, weather was amazing. The, the, the weather was amazing. The moon looked really cool. And like, there was just a little bit of cloud cover so that it was like, you kind of had these, like, you know, those, like, uh, those moments you'd look at with the sky and like, you know, there's like, uh, a little like a light clouds over the moon and like it's like it just looked really cool yeah it looked really cool so well i, uh, I love the moon i mean i gotta give <laughs> a, i gotta give a shout out to my friends jen and krista i hadn't seen i don't i think it's been about 10 years since i've seen krista and probably five probably since my high school reunion i've seen jen but they were both at the show and jen and foreign right yeah yeah and i've spent the whole the, the whole night with both of them yeah um and it was great it was, it was just like there were so many people around that like there, there, so there was them, and I was really excited to see them. And then there were so many people that I'm like, they were friends on Facebook, and like we just kind of like stared at each other, and yeah. it never interacted once. Uh, we just kind of <laughs> looking at each other, like I know you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's how it always goes. It's it's it weird because when you, I feel like when I'm around that many people. Like even people like I didn't even recognize you for a minute. I think we walked by each other a couple of times. I went up and started talking to you and I feel like it took you about 10 seconds before you realized who was talking. to you. Yeah, yeah. No, I like, you know, you got a lot of going on. You got a lot on your mind. You're like in, you know, it's game time. You yeah. know, you're trying to focus. And and yeah, it's just uh, it's wild. I, I, you're not the only person I did that to. And I apologize. No, but, you're uh, fine. I knew that was going to happen. You're I mean, you're literally the front man of like the last band that's playing. Like people are coming to see you. There's going to be a lot of people stopping you. Right. To talk. Right. I was amazing. You were just out there walking around. Yeah. Well, I didn't I, expect I wasn't expecting to see you and let alone even say hi to you. Yeah. Well, I, it's kind of like, what do you do? They don't exactly have a green room, you know? Sure. So what am I going to do? Hang out in my car the whole time? And, you know, like part of me wants to see the other bands and, you know, uh, you know, hang out with with people who came to came to see us. So, yeah, uh, I usually you'll usually find me, you know, lurking around at our shows. Yeah. Go go inside. Go go uh, up to the bar and wait 30 minutes for a drink. Yeah. Yeah. So they they definitely gave us access to the upstairs, which is normally where the shows are unless they're outside. Yeah. Um. So they were like, yeah, you guys can go hang out upstairs. There's bathrooms up there, you know blah 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 uh, i'm not sure if they let other people up there but they said we could so i mean i'll give i'll give my props to the one bartender that was working that night i mean she was doing what she could but that was, <laughs> that was definitely you needed at least two other humans behind the bar that night i told them several times i said you guys are going to need extra beer and you guys are going to need extra hands giving out those beers and to their credit they did listen but it wasn't enough right um so they don't normally so that outside area right before the front door if you're looking at the front door to the right there's like that metal hut and they had a guy selling beer there that's not usually there yeah i think i ended up getting something from him I yeah I got like a white claw or something because um i realized that after the fact oh that that was there that, that was there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so um uh I, I will say that the the crowd inside, like everyone, everyone inside waiting for a drink, 
at the bar like you could tell everyone was in, like starting to get impatient Pissed, but they weren't yeah. dicks about it because yeah. i remember i was there for like i'm not exaggerating when i say 30 minutes waiting 30 minutes and at one point like i finally got up to the bar and uh uh, bartender lady looking around for who's next and two different people pointed to me like this guy's been here for a while <laughs> i'm like holy shit people nice. at ralph sure are friendly this yeah is great. uh i feel like um half half of our crowd is regulars who like our music and then the other half is people who never come to ralph's so i hadn't been in so long yeah i really hadn't been in so long so the parking average- lot is great yeah right it's, it's <laughs> what a great place to park i parked it uh i parked at the fix I took oh a, that's the way to go yeah that's, that's the, the way, way to go. go i took a chance my uh, car it, was still there it, yeah it's not it i honestly um it's not a chance you, you did like you can do that every time nice um i've never seen anybody get towed from there nice um, i left my car there overnight before so. oh awesome yeah yeah it's it's always weird when like i go there because uh, to, to visualize it for people, uh, obviously, for every because uh, everyone listening right now is from Worcester. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the This great restaurant to fix across the street is a parking lot, um, a pretty ample size, but it's got a gate. Yeah. And I think I've only ever seen it staffed once. Mm-hmm. And it threw me off that there was a guy in there like he gave me a, like, a, you know, a parking pass, you know, a ticket to get validated. I'm like. What the hell's happening here? Yeah, mm-hmm. this I thought this was just here for show. It's always empty. Yeah, so it, it I think he he goes till like probably six, mm-hmm. maybe six or seven, and he's always smoking cigars. It's always the same guy. Okay, um, he's kind of fat, kind of a douche, uh, and he smokes cigars. And I, I just I don't know. I I guess I don't like the smell of regular cigars. So every oh. time I drive by him, I'm like, Ugh. God, that was like Axe Father. Like I love Axe Father. Axe Father is like my own father. You know, he's he's I I love him like I I do my own father. But uh, he smokes cigars. And the first time I remember, ten year old me meeting his dad for the first time, and I just got a whiff of cigar. Yeah, because he's a he's a, a, a cigar every night, a cigar smoker. Yeah, and I just got a whiff of cigar, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that's I will forever associate that stench with 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 him. Yeah. Um. Have you watched Better Call Saul? Uh, you've asked me this several times. Okay, I ask everyone um, several times. So <laughs> he does. I I've seen <laughs> the me. first two episodes, maybe, and I couldn't get into it. So you know, they definitely show it in the first two episodes that they show uh, Mike, the cop from Breaking Bad. They show Ball that guy. he's yeah yeah. They show that he's working as a parking lot attendant, like he's in the booth. Okay, so. Uh, that's like his thing for pretty much the series is like that's like his one of his side hustles. He's just a parking lot attendant. Okay. Well, then they do in the last season, then they do the time jump to the post Breaking Bad era. And it's the saddest thing. They show that parking garage and the booth is still there, but everything's automated now. Oh. And I saw that. I'm like, oh, that sucks so much <laughs> like that was like one of those it was just one of those like subtle little like establishing shots where like if you'd watch like the whole series you would catch it i saw it like i don't know why this hits me yeah but it does yeah so that's why i'm just thinking is when this cigar smoking guy eventually moves on they're just gonna automate the whole thing i mean they should who the, who the hell wants to be a parking attendant yeah yeah and uh I, i'm all in favor of automating ourselves out of jobs uh i you know eventually there will be no jobs for humans to do and then we can just do whatever the hell we want 
You guys, we just totally Danny Bonaducci did. We just came full circle to the beginning of the episode talking yeah. about AI. Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> so I mentioned I love earlier. I mentioned I love Danny Bonaducci, and it's because on his radio show, he just has this amazing ability to like start on a topic about like AI, for example. Yeah. And then for forty five minutes, veer off to every everything you can think of that is not about AI, mm-hmm. and at the very end, somehow ties it all back mm. to AI. Just as an example, okay, so, and that's I that's like as a broadcaster, that's why I love Nanny Monducci because he just has that ability. Does that mean we have to stop now? No, we can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great <laughs> place to stop. Cut. cut that would be the way, the perfect way to end it. But no, um, I'll bring it up again. Don't worry, guys. Thanks, thanks, Nate. Uh, sure. But um, uh, where was I going with that? Somebody, oh, uh, so Becky and I, my Becky and I, yeah. go to see uh, the Wonder Years at the Palladium. Nice, recently. love them, dude. That was such a fucking good show, too. Yeah, they're great. Uh, the, the the singer, I forget his name, but he is Dan one, Campbell. Yeah, he is Soupy. one one hell. Yeah, Soupy. Yeah, one hell of a performer. What a guy. Uh, have you ever listened to uh, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties? That's a side project. I've I've heard of it, but I have not listened. He's just got such a distinct voice. He does. Yeah, such a whale. But he, oh, that was that was an absolutely fantastic show. So afterwards, uh, so uh, like everyone else, we parked at the the MLK garage a couple blocks uh, away from the Palladium. Yeah, very big parking garage. Nobody realized a that you can pay in advance. You can pay when you get there. You don't have to pay when you leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we so uh, we leave the show. Show's over. We leave. Um, we. Uh, we see that there's a line at the like the self-service kiosk and we're just like, whatever, let's just go rip a couple cigarettes and we'll come back down. So we come back downstairs. Now the line is literally out the door. Yeah. We're like, well, we're fucking idiots. And then some dude, like as they're driving by, his guys like, like leaning out his window screaming, someone broke the gate. The gate is up. You don't have to pay. That's amazing. And they didn't have because normally they have attendance at like when there's events going on, they'll have an attendant there just to like kind of monitor stuff. Yeah. There's no one working that night. And some dude literally just went and just literally broke the gate. And it was just it was not only up, but like backwards. <laughs> and we were able to just get in our car and there was just like we didn't. It was just a, a slow, steady roll out of the garage out. And I'm like, this is never going to happen again. Yeah. But this is amazing. So I really like those those automated uh, things because um it it's you know when you when you press the button and it gives you a ticket it's like take the ticket <laughs> like oh, okay <laughs> i guess i'll take the ticket it's, but, it's just commanding you yeah take the ticket <laughs> there are people behind you probably hurry up yeah <laughs> it's a woman so it's but it, it's it's very demanding it's like take the ticket you don't want to piss her off it's like the gps voice yeah exactly so, all right. Uh, so you got the next uh, emo night coming up. That's on February third, uh, February, February 11th. eleventh. February eleventh. The one time I remember my ex wife's birthday. Okay, uh. February eleventh. <laughs> there we go. All right, at uh, uh, in downtown Electric Worcester. Hayes. Electric Hayes. Thank you. Correct. Thank you, Nate. Got you. Fuck. I, I got to start writing these things down. I was trying. I was trying to do it from memory. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. All right, uh, we will return and we'll wrap this up with uh, Mike Tarara's favorite segment, How Fucking Dumb Are You? Uh, Stick around. Am I going to work there much longer? No, I'm not going to work there. Hardly focused. I'm a driver. I'm a winner. Things are going to change. I can feel it.